Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Saletti, and it's Thursday, May 4th, 2023. And here is some of today's trends in the news. The only place in the entire world where you get trends in the news, in-depth socioeconomic and geopolitical trends analysis and trend forecasts. And that's the fact. Matter of fact, the New Trends Journal just came out on Tuesday, and there it is. Hey, did you hear about Tucker Carlson? I mean, that's what the mainstream media is just going on and on about. Of course, now it's changed a bit with that drone strike against the Kremlin. But um, again, you look what's going on. Vice is talking about going bankrupt. BuzzFeed's buzzed out. Business Insider just fired 10% of their staff. Uh, Vox is, you know, one after another. They're all going down. And we're going up because we're giving you what nobody else is giving you. And we're going to give you more of that right now because we're going to take a look at the equity markets. The Dow was down today about uh, 286 points, which means it closed at a low for the year. And um, the big news, of course, is the banking bust something that we've warned about, been detailing, and you read this week's Trends Journal, we said what BS it was, actually, to be proper. That was bullshit. What Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan Chase said after the big bank became even bigger when they took over First Republic, that, man, the banking crisis, it's over now. Don't worry about it. Take it easy. The worst is over. Uh, let's see. PacWest uh, tanked more than 50% today. And what else do we have here? Uh, SPDR, uh, excuse me, the regional bank, um, regional bank shares sold off hard with the SPDR, S&P regional bank ETF dropping more than 5%. Zions and Bank Corporation, they only lost 12%. Again, we were number one. We're the only ones out there that have called an office building bust. They're barely talking about this. There are some $5 trillion worth of office building loans. And a lot of these loans are floating. Yeah, short period loans, they go up and down and it costs a lot more to keep them, to, to keep the prices where they are. So now you have a lower vacancy rate less money coming in. You got to pay more on your loan. What's going to happen? You have an office vacancy rate in San Francisco near 30%, LA at 30%. This is vacancy rate. According to Castle Systems, K-A-S-K, Castle, the office occupancy rate in the 10 largest cities in America is 49.6%. It's half of what it was before the COVID war. And everybody, again, is calling it a pandemic. A pandemic, 99.91% of the people around the world are still alive. Over 6 million died out of 300 and, excuse me, out of 8 billion. So it wasn't a pandemic. So going on, the damage that is done is incalculable. Economically, physically, Emotionally, spiritually, 
the facts are there. The crime rates, the homeless, the drug addiction, the uh, people who lost their businesses, on and on and on. Oh, now the, the studies are coming out about how stupid the kids are now back in school because they all the time they took off. But of course, they're spending time at home and saying how much they hate going to school. So a lot of them aren't going back. And the ones that are going back hate going back. But staying back on the markets, you saw gold prices again spike. Wonder why. Again, we had forecast this was going to happen. You listen at the end of this trends in the news, and there's Eric King from King World News saying that Salenti, you said back in September that gold had bottomed. Yeah, it did. And it's just starting to go up now because now we're going to go back. The word on the street is that the Fed's going to, this is the last rate hike. And they may even do one more, but it's the end of it. So that means the dollar is going to get weaker. The dollar is only strong because interest rates are high. As interest rates go down, the dollar goes down. Inflation goes up because now, of course, there's more to buy things from other countries because they're not making anything here. And gold prices go up much higher. And now the banking crisis is making gold even more valuable. And then when you look at the numbers coming out with central banks buying gold, those numbers are way up again. So that's what we're looking at. And oil prices, look at the tanking oil prices. Because the oil prices are looking at what's really going on in the world. The demand is way down. And now the higher they raise interest rates, and they just raised them another 25 basis points in, um, in uh, the EU, the slower the economy grows and the deeper businesses fall. So we're into dragflation. Drag down economy, rising interest rates. Powell said yesterday, people do not talk about pausing, but not much of, not, not so much at this meeting. We feel we're getting closer or maybe even there. So the word is that now 56% of the vote on the street is they're not going to raise interest rates when they meet again. Fed opens door to pause and tightening as it raises rates. That was the headline in the financial times. Australia, they raised rates. They raised rates as their economy is going down. Again, is going, you're going to see economies going down really, really deep. And again, the, the EU raised interest rates only 25 basis points. It was around 3.5. But inflation rate is 7%. And that's the official inflation rate. The real one is a lot higher. So they're doing nothing to stop inflation. They're destroying the economies. Ah, here we go. Sharp fall in diesel demand fuels recession worries. This is from the Financial Times. And they quote this guy, if you were looking at it in the closet, not knowing what the wider economy was doing, you'd say you were seeing some sort of an industrial recession, said Tom Close, a global head of energy analysis at Oil Price Information Services. So again, The recession, the recession is going to get worse as interest rates go higher. 
Simply stated, we're in a freight recession, said Shelley Simpson, chief executive of J.B. Hunt, the trucking corporation. You got it. China dominates global IPOs as Wall Street fails to rebound. Again, the business of China is business. The business of America is war. And unfortunately, as I say, China's going to be the 21st century. America is the 20th century, unless we reverse this. And we're doing everything we can. Don't forget, on May 27th, right up here in Kingston, New York, a peace and freedom rally. Yep. Four Corners of Freedom, John and Crown Street, 1 p.m. And donate to Occupy Peace. Put your money where your heart is. If we had the big money, this thing could get bigger. We need the money to make it happen. You know, I'm a one-man show over here. So we need your dough. So donate what you can. People donate to these moronic political campaigns. We're going to get into what's going on. and We are on the verge of nuclear annihilation. Let's get this straight. Staying on the economy. Apollo Group nears deal for Arconic. $3 billion deal. I'm only mentioning this because the bigs are getting bigger. Olive Garden buys Ruth Chris owner. Ruth's Hospitality Group, $715 million. And of course, we saw the big deal going on with the uh, J.P. Morgan Chase taking up the First Republic Bank. And that's the largest lender gets bigger. Okay. This is from... Again, I'm giving you the headlines where they come from so you know that we're not distorting the news, as they do. This is from the Financial Times. Ukraine accused of attempt to kill Putin. Okay. Huh. Imagine if it was a rock accused of attempt to kill Bush. Or let's see what's going on now. How about Iran accused of attempt to kill Biden? Oh, my God. Oh, that would be terrible. But this, hey, forget about it. It's no big deal. Russia accused Ukraine of attempting to assassinate Vladimir Putin in a late, late night drone attack on the Kremlin and vowed to retaliate. As we'd say in the Bronx, payback's a bitch. The Kremlin went on to describe quote, a planned terrorist attack and attempted assassination of the president of Russia, which, quote, reserves the right to take retaliatory measures where and when it sees fit. You got it. This thing is ramping up big. If we do not have peace, it's going to be the end of life on Earth. World War II is not ancient history. People better grow up about this. We have maniacal, evil people mentally deranged in charge of our lives. And as I say, when all else fails, they take you to war. And I just read it to you, just showed you the facts, the analysis of the socioeconomic decline that we're headed for is going to be the worst in modern history. The people's minds will get off it immediately. The stupidity of how they report the news, and this is why you go to trends in the news, and the Trends Journal, this is the front page of CNN. 
Nope, not that one. Jury finds Ed Sheeran. We have that one? You don't have that one. Jury finds Ed Sheeran did not infringe on copyright of Let's Get It On. That was the headline story. I don't even know who this guy is. And let's get it on. Let's grow up. That's the stuff that they're putting out there. After the verdict, Sheeran hugged and spoke at length with one of the plaintiffs who said she respects the jury's decision. That's what they call news. But this is what following the attack, this is what CNN put up. The only thing that makes sense about the drone attack on the Kremlin. Hey, who the fuck are you to tell me the only thing? Who the fuck are you to tell me the only thing? That's not journalism. That's outright moronic, imbecilic, arrogant propaganda. How the Kremlin drone attack hands Russia an opportunity. And they go on to write, the denial from Ukraine's president, Vladimir Zelensky, was swift. We don't attack Putin or Moscow. We fight on our own territory, end quote. Now they quote a former senior U.S. diplomat, diplomat, some arrogant piece of fucking shit that's a suck ass in the political system, a diplomat, or some other fuck that gives the politicians a lot of money so they get these, these jobs, it's the embassy, call that significant, meaning Zelensky's statement. <laughs> this, the former diplomat said, was definitive. Okay, so Zelensky said it, the diplomat said it's real, and CNN approves it. Russian state media, for the most part, are sticking to their precise wording of the Kremlin's statement on the attack, as well as broadcasting daytime pictures of the Kremlin showing things are, quote, back to normal, and that the president is hard at work. All signs Russian propagandists are having difficulty finding the right message to explain how their president was almost assassinated. This is how they're reporting it. Propagandist? Oh, you mean the media in America doesn't repeat exactly what Washington tells them to do? Oh, no. Yep. Now, this thing's heating up. With the apparent drone attacks, no one died, and the Kremlin's vaunted security looked feeble. Oh, vaunted security. This shithead knows what their security is. This is the propaganda they're putting out there. Now, this is a clip from yesterday's broadcast with Salenti and the judge, Judge Andrew Napolitano, following the attack. And this... So there you got it. I said that yesterday. 
This is what RFK Jr., who's running for president, said today. Imagine how we would respond if Russian-backed forces launched a drone strike on the Capitol. We must stop these deranged attempts to escalate the war. I guess he watched Salenti and the judge, because I began it by saying World War III has already begun, and I said exactly what he just said. After successfully discussing the Cuban Missile Crisis, President John F. Kennedy warned against ever again forcing Russia to choose between national humiliation and nuclear war. We should heed his advice, he added. And as you well know, I've been reading that speech from JFK that he made in June of 1963 to the graduating students at American University. JFK said, if we go to war with Russia, it'll be the end of life on earth. And that's what we're heading toward. Kennedy slams opinion on key U.S. mistakes with Russia. We should have listened to Putin over many years. We made a commitment to Russia to Gorbachev, that we would not move NATO one inch to the east. Then we went in and we lied. I guess Kennedy read our Trends Journal from the spring of 2014 when we wrote all about that. He described what happened in Kyiv in 2014 as essentially a coup d'etat. Right here, word after word. In a speech at the National Press Club last December, Assistant Secretary of State Victoria Nuland, on and on and on. And again, we quote her to put Yats in there. She's on the they hacked the phone that was she was on with Jeffrey Pye, the U, uh, U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. He's repeating exactly what we've been saying. We are on the same page for peace. And the good news, all the plantation workers around the world of Slavelandia, the Biden administration will send Ukraine another $300 million in lethal aid. Isn't that wonderful? Keep the war going. This is a big article in today's New York Times. You see how we mark these up, by the way? We mark the salient points of the articles up, then we write them, and then we give our analysis of what they said. Nobody does this. Nobody, anywhere, anyplace. Nowhere. Not the Columbia School of Journalism, not in Northwest, nowhere. Anyway, war leading Europe to divert its social spending to defense. This is so important. They're even using the word war economy. Yep. It's right here. Going forward, the game board has changed. France has entered into a war economy that I believe we will be 
in for a long time. That's out of the mouth of the little shithead with the fake hair and the arrogant tone and probably a dick smaller than a fucking pencil, Macron. A war economy. Get this in your head, everybody. We are in war. They have launched a war economy. They could care less of the people going broke. I said there's a 7% inflation rate in Europe. The people are struggling all around the world, living paycheck to paycheck as inflation is eating away their earnings. And they're bragging about a war economy. And this is from the IMF, the International Mafia Federal Monetary Fund. The peace dividend is gone. Christina Georgievia, the head of the International Monetary Fund, declared, referring to the mountains of cash that were freed up when military budgets shrank. Defense expenditures have to go up. Isn't that nice? A fucking clown like her, and I can't say the word, saying that defense spending must go up. Shut up, Salenti. You're for peace and we hate you. We are the people at Kingston, New York, a lot of them. We hate you for your peace rallies. We close down our businesses. Yeah. I'm a trend forecaster. I will put my track record up against anybody in the world. Show me your books, show me a magazine, show me your track record, and we could begin to talk. And if you want to see my track record, go to trendsjournal.com and look up the forecasts. From the bottled water trend to gourmet coffees to clean foods, on and on and on. Oh, the dot-com bust, the crash of 97. Yeah, panic of 08, took out the domain name in 2007. We are at war, and they're ramping us up into the end of life on Earth. Before the war broke out in the Ukraine, military spending in NATO by the European members of NATO was expected to reach nearly 1.8 trillion by 2026, a 14% increase over five years. According to research by McKinsey and Company, now spending is estimated to rise up to 65%. Got it? And we got a lot more. Iran raises tensions by seizing second tanker. Oh, they seized another oil tanker. Then you have to read down. U.S. officials, this is from the Financial Times, have said they believed last week's seizure of the Advantage Suite, and this one was, quote, retaliation after the U.S. seized a cargo of Iranian oil under court order and redirected it to sail to the U.S. Oh, yeah, America could do it, but not the Iranians. And, of course, tensions heating up in the, with Palestine and Israel. Biden assures Manila that defense vow is ironclad. Isn't that great? The guy playing the president of, uh, of the Philippines was here, Marcos's kid. And uh, Biden said, quote, 
What we've seen recently is a series of continuing provocative acts on the part of China, testing and probing the Philippine waters. They're looking for reassurance. Oh, this is a U.S. official. Adding that the extra U.S.-Philippine security measures came during a deeply consequential period for engaging allies. Isn't that nice? That we're going to protect... I can, America talking, what, what, are we, what are we doing over there in, in the South China Sea? What, what if China was down in the Gulf of Mexico? And what else do we have here? A lot, a lot, a lot. So you got a lot in your Trends Journal. There's no, no magazine like it. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. Read history before it happens. Oh, and tomorrow, don't forget to tune in. We're going to put up another great interview that I just did with Lynette Zhang. Yep, this woman really knows her stuff. And again, gold is shining. And there are no ads in the Trends Journal, by the way. So nobody pays us what to do, like little prostitutes get paid by their corporate pimps and their government whoremasters. We say what we believe. We give you the facts, trends analysis and trend forecasts you won't find anywhere else. And again, please do what you can to support us because we're supporting you. Go to Occupy Peace, OccupyPeace.com, and please try to come here and bring as many people as you can. The lineup of speakers is getting bigger and bigger. We're going to have a great crowd, but we need you here and we need your support. Thank you and see you soon. Get the Trends Journal, the best investment you could make because it's the best investment into your mind and you can change how you look at the world. Over the last 30 years, Joe Solante has been more accurate about predicting what would be happening than anyone else I'm aware of. The Trends Journal is one of the greatest sources of information, and it's uh, and it really is. You're predicting these things well ahead of time. I would encourage everyone to go grab the latest copy. Been a Trends a Journal subscriber for 20 years. I just have to commend you. What you guys have put together in your latest Trends Journal, there's nothing like this out there. Sir, everything that you predicted about the economy, you were absolutely right. So I, I, I have followed you all this time. So please take a look at the Trends Journal. You correctly forecast that the Fed would hike rates quite aggressively. Correctly said that initially gold and silver would drop as the Fed starts to raise rates to one and a half percent and above. When we spoke last, Bitcoin was around 49,000. You said you expect to drop and if it drops below 30, 35, then it could really drop. Trends Journal, which I would encourage people to go and check out. It's actually a 200-page document, pure data-driven analysis. Gerald Salenti, the top trends forecaster in the world. Gerald, you had an interesting call back in September of last year. You said gold had bottomed, which is exactly what happened. And here we are, and we're above $1,900. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens at Trends Journal dot com.